views and opinions of the guests or hosts are not the views of the East Cleveland Library staff or management. Any complaints or comments should be sent to the E.B. Smith Project, LLC, at ebsmithmedia at gmail.com. Welcome to WEBS and Living the Blues, Blues and Culture. This is uh, WEBS and the E.B. Smith Project. We're here in the Ichabod Fruellen Studios at East Cleveland Public Library at 14101 Euclid Avenue in East Cleveland, Ohio. And today, uh, we're going to be kind of laid back, E.B. and myself, um, and we're just going to do the review for uh, the book called Citizen. Yeah, an American yeah. Lyric by Claudia Rankin. A couple of my friends had asked me about what was the book about. And I said wrongfully, but, you know, it was the only <laughs> thing I said. I don't know if it's wrong or not. I said the subtleties of racism, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, I, don't, I don't know if it's subtle or not. I don't not. know if it's subtle. I, I was going to say that. Um, <laughs> what I, what I, Go ahead, E.B. Um, in the book. Um, an American lyric, citizen and American lyric. Claudia puts it like this. She says, certain moments send adrenaline to the heart, dry out the tongue and clog the lungs like thunder. They drown you in sound. No, like lightning. They strike you across the larynx cough. After it happened, I was at a loss for words. Well, being uh, African-American in this country, especially in today, that is familiar, at least for me. You know, I'm. I'm a 60s child born in the 60s, and I don't think I've ever seen what I see now. And I probably couldn't have identified with that statement and probably be one of the ones to say, okay, that's what it used to be. Um, but as of late in the last two or three years, or maybe last 10, that I can feel that now. I have watched it done to other people, and I'm I'm always taken back. And it does make you lose your throw but enough of that but what she does in this book especially in the first chapter it kind of shocked me because the thing that I got from this the, the first few chapters was like the, the statement she constantly makes is again what did you say like a constant shock it's like what did you say yeah it's like a shocking so it wouldn't <laughs> I don't say it was subtle because she made the um, in the book she made a point to short reaction to it like what did you say and when when i when as i read that and i i, I gotta admit I'm, I'm started reading this and i'm thinking okay do i really want to read this because i already see where this is going and so this book did remind me and she spoke about that and it was real eloquent i mean um yeah it really it floored me i i, I did the audio version and i had to keep going back listen to it again because I, I was thinking wow she's writing about something that's going on now you know what I'm saying? What do you think I was just saying? What do you see? I mean, when you read, because you, you actually did, you read the book, right? You read the book. Well, I read some of the book, but I'm like you, I went through the audio portion of it. Mm -hmm. And one thing about the book, she, there are a lot of pictures in the book that kind of mimic the, um, the words that bring more dynamics to the words that are going on there. Mm -hmm. And when I said subtleties, it's like, it's not, it's, it's subtle probably 
in the minds of maybe the youth now. Because I've I've heard some youth now say, well, you know, slavery was volunteer, a voluntary <laughs> yeah, act. You know, Lord so you know, mercy. I mean, you listen to that, yeah. you'd be like, really, man? All of the songs that have sung and music's been played describing the struggle that we've gone through, that really is a volunteer kind of situation. It's about how we are like an invisible people. Mm-hmm. They don't, you know, what, what, what she describes in the book, which is about today, because she uses uh, Venus and Serena as, as one of the pivotal stories about what's going on here, yeah, you know, yeah. along with some other stuff yeah, yeah. that you have to see, and along with pictures yeah. that, that you really, it really is brings stuff to, to the forefront. We're so used to accepting the struggle to be who we are and not, you know, say something back, oh, well, that just happens in our day-to-day. We're busy about trying to achieve some Lexus, some Mercedes, some house in the suburbs, some of this, some of that. Yeah, well, in fact, in the book, she she uses a constant phrase. She says, yes, and. Yeah. Because it really is an acceptance of, yeah, it's almost like today in today's, conversation we would say something like yeah i understand all of that but you know at least yeah so it's in the book she goes back to this theme that's just like yes and it was a the racism was as intense as i I remember recall a movie uh about miss pittman remember jane pittman the movie Jane pittman with i mean was it um sissy tyson right that was the it, it and i made a note of myself saying man it reminds me of the intensity i saw in that movie it was as yes and, but we still got to survive. So she began to keep that theory in there. It's almost like we ignored. We were she would constantly ignore it. You know what I mean? One of the things that she points out, I think, in the, in the first of the book, is about a young lady who is in Catholic school, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she's sitting here and she's writing. You know, she's doing her, and this young white person is sitting behind her, copying <laughs> off of her, <laughs> her every paper. day. Yes. And the nun who is teaching the school is paying. She's like, well, these two people are friends. She can't really f- figure out the relationship between the two right, right. because the young black girl is not protesting. And one of the statements that the young lady makes behind her, the white girl is like, oh, well, you, you know, you smell good and you got features kind of like white people. And, you know, and it's like, so the young black kid is trying to figure out, I said, well, man, what, 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 what's that about? Right. Is she is she making a statement to me because she liked me? Or is this because she copied off my paper? Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the nun never sees the black girl turn around and copy off of the other paper. You know, right, so right. it's like. But but, know, but again, become, that's that goes back to that that being ignored. Yeah. Yeah. Un, uh, you, you're not seen. You're not seen. You're invisible. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, you're invisible. The only thing you see is the thing that you hate most. Mm-hmm. You hate the black. You hate the color. Everything else, mm-hmm. is, but it's, if you just, if you, mm-hmm. if you just re- erase that black, you can get rid of that. That, that. I mean, I'm surprised that there's still, with, with all of the accomplishment of Serena and Venus Williams, there's a, there's a, one, one uh, tennis place that they played here, they still refused to play there. The yeah. racism was so harsh yeah. that they just didn't play there. They just like, yeah. man, we're not going to play here anymore. We're done with that. You know, yeah. period. 
you know, and they reminded me, not only do we have to achieve, but you got to overcome no matter what you're doing, you know, still yeah. be black. Yeah, and that's what that's what she so shows. So in the book, she talks about that. She'll say a lot of that stuff, you know, some what you said, and then she'll try to go back into some normalcy to try to say, hey, here's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to go back into a normalcy, but there's these constant reminders, and it's yes and. So uh, once again, we're reviewing the book, Citizen. An American an Lyric. American Lyric. By Claudia Rankin. And yeah. she won a lot of awards for a lot of poetry awards. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. I mean, but it is really a serious, you know, it's not something you have to struggle to interpret. Yeah. You let know, me let me look at a, let, me, let me put up a couple sections here. This book is intense. Here's a statement she makes. She says, when a woman you work with calls you by the name of another woman you work with, it is too much of a cliche not to laugh out loud with a friend because you you who says, oh, no, she didn't. Still, in the end, so what? Who cares? She had a 50-50 chance of getting it right. Yes, and in your mail, the apology note appears referring to our mistake. Apparently, your own invisibility is the real problem causing her confusion. This is how the apparatus she propels you into begins to multiply its meaning. What did you say? And move on. She goes again. She says, at the end of a brief phone conversation, you tell the manager you are speaking with that you will come by his office to sign the form. When you arrive and announce yourself, he blurts out, I didn't know you were black. I didn't mean to say that. Then he says, aloud, you say, what? He asks, you didn't mean to say that aloud. Your transaction goes swiftly after that. Again, um, the theme of this book is, what did you say, but yes and. So even though we have this knee-jerk reaction, and I say knee-jerk because um, it pauses you. You're almost stunned, but then the realization comes in mind, well, what am I going to do about it? And actually, she so as much as she may be speaking about racism, I think she's also talking about how accepting we are that we don't maybe she don't make any suggestions what we should do about it but in the book with the reactions of the characters she used it's almost like we get relaxed in it and we just move on yeah yeah because you you're struggling you, you're thinking you know you have arrived so much mm -hmm. you know at this ideal of being a part of this great fantastic society that you're willing to ignore just almost anything mm -hmm. to be a part of this. Oh yeah, well that's it's an honest mistake. Yeah. That happens. It's always an excuse not for us to be who we are. But I think the book talks about excuses, but it I, like I said earlier, not just the excuses that the oppressor makes, mm -hmm. but the excuses that we Yeah. Exactly. As the people make, the exactly. people that empower I me, mean, let's, let's just be honest. Exactly. There are uh, exactly. politicians that are of, of African descent. You would think that we could do more to at least propel um, African Americans to a level where society get to see us in these roles where people don't necessarily treat us like we're invisible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. yeah. And, and, and you bring that up. One of the things she points out in the book 
is what happened with Katrina. Yes. In New yep. Orleans. Yep. She yep. points out this whole thing, you know, like people. They make like, a statement. They forget about us. And they, they drowning and you go over, they finding dead bodies and all that stuff. And it's, you know, all the little, not subtleties, but, you know, hey, we looking, we looking past all yeah, this. Yeah, because there's a statement that one of the ladies yep. make is, uh, they were underprivileged, so this works out for them. Yeah. Meaning the rescue, hold on, they were poor before this. But th- that, even that statement, if I would have read that statement, I would have known, you could have, that statement alone tells you exactly what she is describing. Yeah. yeah. For a person to say uh, they were underprivileged, so this uh, works out for them. The book brings all these ideas up, she, and, but she does it in a way that doesn't beat the oppressor the way they beat us, but so that if they read the book, they look at it and see that we're not oblivious of it and somebody her stature notices it and we can write about it who what what's happening here again yes and get, get yes real and real yes and get, you know what are you what are you doing you know who, what are we thinking about i think that's what claudia is trying to describe in a book in a way that speaks to people again sometimes when you speak about racism it, we speak about it from experience so sometimes it comes out as anger so it may be hard for some people to grasp what we're or at least get an understanding because part of the solution to what the solution to the problem to me is understanding and so this book is a book of understanding um i think she mentions a phrase in something like a rope inside us you know we always think you see the rope on the outside of us but the rope inside of us um again when you talk about katrina uh, there's a statement that says that they forget about us well that's not just katrina that's not just katrina it's Every aspect through education, through city services, um, the police officer that pulls that pulls the character over in the book, he said, "What well, did I pull you over for? An exhibition of speed." <laughs> so we all have all have been through that. She, it's it's funny because you and I are, are come from a different generation, but we read the book and got the same thing from it. This one common theme is. That we are not equal citizens. We're we're invisible, and we have to work very hard not to be invisible. And she did a good job. I think she did a good job in, in describing it in the book. Oh yeah, and I think when you look at the awards in the back of the book, you got all of these literary poetry awards. Yeah. You know, in in the book, it's like it became a New York Times bestseller, winner of the National Book of Critics Critical Award in Poetry, winner of the Los Angeles Times Book Prize in Poetry, winner of the Ford Prize for Best Collection. Winner of the NAACP Image Award for Outstanding Literary Work and Poetry. Winner of the Pen Open Book Award. Winner of the FIDA Award in Poetry. And, I mean, it's, it's going on. It's just it's four or five different awards. But it's, it's poetry. So it's like, well, this is poetry. This is a poet's interpretation of what really is going on. But this is not necessarily real. But in here, she has these pictures of what's real. One, one, one picture in here, she has a picture of this young black kid. Mm-hmm. And it's blue, it's black, and it's a boy. One thing you realize all the way across, he black in the whole picture. <laughs> he, 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 you're you going to see, you see that. You know, any subtleties about it is in the mind of the beholder. What about that other photo with the, yeah. uh, the Caucasian girl who stuffs oh, uh, yeah. the tennis? That's she the stuffs stuff she inside a, of her. She brought about, about, Serena, one, t- one time, this, this young uh, European tennis player, uh, 
she walks out on the port on the court and she has uh uh this tissue stuff stuffed in her butt and out of her brows <laughs> uh, uh Serena. So, I, and that's like the audacity like, of people. What? For real? And that what that, what year is I think there was a it's not like it was back in the seventy but Serena and, and Oh no 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 yeah, this it was is a, December twelfth, twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Think yeah. about that. In December twelfth, which was only like a few years ago, seven years ago, for this young lady think it's comfortable to come out and let's just act like Serena's not uh of color. Yeah. Why would you even insult one of the top players in the league anyway? She was and at that time she had been two weeks uh after before this girl did this and Serena was named WTA player That's of right. the year. That's right. She was insulting the top player. So even if she didn't so you know some people say I'm not racist. Okay, so would you had would you have done that and and take a chance on getting blackballed or take a chance on being looked at differently to the top white player of the league? Yeah. She and, felt comfortable doing that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. You know, and everybody was like, "Oh well, she's just oh well." You know, yeah. it's like an oh well. Yeah, and, and you know, it, yeah, yes, yeah. and because she has she has African American fans too. Yeah, this young lady. Yeah. you know, so yes, and um. Yeah. Um, I think it's good. I I, uh, I gotta admit, some television programs I don't like watching because it's a reminder. But the way she drew me in, it it forced me to read line by line. Um, when I got the book, and then the audio drags you in. I had to cut like I said, I had to go back and repeat some of the things here. Make sure you go on uh, um the uh, search engine and just put in Citizen and make sure the subtitles there and American Lyric. Um, because there are a lot of books there with the title on it, but uh, it's just Citizen, an American lyric. The way she wrote the book was very, very engaging. And uh, as and once I read the book, it made it, it brought it to life. It's almost like backwards. I guess when I read it and saw the, and listened to the audio, it probably would have probably done the same thing. But I was really enlightened. Again, this is Citizen, an American lyric by Claudia Rankin. Um, I would suggest that you go look for it. It's a good book, you know. Uh, the audio book is good, and the written book is good. so. If you if you get a chance, do them both because in the in the yes, book itself, I, I there that. are pictures. Yes, you know mm -hmm. that you can't do, of course, right. in audio. Right. You know, yeah, yeah. so and you and it really it just it just brings the thing to light. Yeah, and mm -hmm. and it kind of opens up a way to look at some other stuff. You know, yeah. uh, because the book is written in uh, I think twenty fourteen. You know, so it's not like something written easy bad. to read. The lyrics yeah. are bigger. Sometimes yeah. those books are so intense, and and you didn't get really lost in the way the literature was written. Right. So she did a good job in putting that. I, I really enjoyed reading. I mean, I'm, I'm not just saying that because we actually reviewing this book. I'm saying it because I actually enjoyed the book. So I think you would too. And don't get confused about it being a book of poetry, because it it is definitely not a book of poetry. It is definitely not a book of poetry. Let me say this again. This is definitely not a book of poetry. Because people look at poetry as some abstract statements that really maybe allude to one one uh, uh, theme. She has a couple, a lot of themes in here. I mean, it all may be point to uh, center around a, a direct fact about racism, but um, um I didn't see it as I believe it or not until you said that. I'm gonna be honest with you. I was ignorant of the fact that they called it poetry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you and you look at the awards that it received. 
from this poetry society and that yeah. poetry society yeah. and that. And you say, oh, this is a book of poems and stuff. No, no. it's not. That would actually, that would do it a total injustice. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a total injustice. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so I'm glad I didn't look at that. So thank you for joining us. This is uh, Here at WEBS and the E.B. Smith Project in Ichabod Fuelan Studio at the East Cleveland Public Library at 14101 Euclid Avenue in East Cleveland. And we can be contacted at our email address here on uh, WEBS. So it's Blues Time with a Y. Yeah, Blues Time with a Y. T-Y-M-E. Blues Time with a Y. 216-216. At Yahoo.com. Or you can just go to the Facebook page and type in Living the Blues um, and you can get the podcast. We are on all of from Stitcher to Spreaker to uh, Apple Podcasts and you can go to WEBS Radio Podcast type that in WEBS Radio Podcast and you will um, be able to get all of the things we've been posting so this is Living the Blues Take care. <laughs> the views and opinions of the guests or hosts are not the views of the East Cleveland Library staff or management any complaints or comments should be sent to the E.B. Smith Project, LLC, at ebsmithmedia at gmail.com.